All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Jake. Hi. How's it going? Uh, things are well here. Listeners, going to tell you right off the bat, uh, Jake and I have been talking a lot of politics and a lot of uh, bullshit lately, and this week we thought we would just uh, fuck around and talk. So if that's not your bag, tune out immediately, because we're just going to, we're going to bullshit. And we're going to start if with If you this. hate talking, this podcast is not your thing. It's <laughs> practically all audio, you know? Every now and then, one of us will slap a dick pic up on the front cover or something like that. But uh, other than that, it's it's all talking. Yeah, That's as opposed to our other co- podcasts, which are, you know, uh, visual extravaganzas. Yeah, um, yeah. No, but you confused me a second ago. Uh, we, we You said uh, earlier we were texting like, hey, can we podcast tonight? And they're like, yeah, I was going to do this, that. And you said, I was, I was going to get these tumblers. I'm going to start drinking some Jameson. And I said, cool, I'll hit you in a while. And then I text you and say, I'm ready. And you said, well, I'm at the store getting eggs. And that kind of confused me because eggs and Jameson whiskey don't really go together. Dude, I, I I jump around. I, uh, I I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing half the time. But <laughs> what? No, what what happened tonight? So I I was gonna get off work and then drop my work clothes off back here, hop over to my my, my old apartment because I I just moved into my my girlfriend's. That's place another something we were gonna be talking about. Your girlfriend? Do we know anything about her? Uh, is this a comic? We know you. Years and- I don't know. I think she used to be a dude. She doesn't like to talk a lot about herself, <laughs> so I, I don't know that much. I, her name's uh, Trelexia. Does that sound like a woman's name, Trelexia? That sounds ethnic in a way. God I'm not, I'm not sure dude, what isn't ethnic. It? It's a dude. Son of a bitch. I'm dating uh, a dude again. He always says this is going to happen. No, um, she, she, she's great, man. Uh, her, her name's Amy. Right. I'm, How long uh, you been? We, I actually, we, we met her, not met physically, but the listeners met her like when you first started dating. So how long has it been? Has it been a year? Wasn't it like over like fall of dude, last yeah, year? Dude, yeah, it's, it's been about a year now. Man. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's been a, and you're moving in with her. So things are serious for Jake, listeners. Listeners, Jake has a girlfriend. Absolutely. Um, she's, she's great. I, where are you living now? Where, where does she live? You, where, look, now, for people like me who do not live in New York, walk us through where you lived and where you live now. I think you told me, Astoria. Where is that in... Well, there's there's five different boroughs in New York. Correct. And each borough, like New York City is big enough that it's basically like five big cities kind of mushed together. So you have... Manhattan, which is, I, I, I mean, that's its, its own main island. One. That's, yeah, that's its own island. Manhattan yeah, Island. Yeah, okay. it is. And, and it's it's the main one. It's it's where Midtown, Downtown, I mean, it's where, you know, uh, uh, Central Park is. That's where Times Square is. Okay. That's, you know, when, when you think of New York City, that's like the big touristy shit, you know. Um, that's where Wall Street is. That's That's where all the fucking, like, New York City, this is why it's like, 20 times more important than any other city uh, culturally and financially and that kind of shit. That's Manhattan's the main one. So that's sort of in the center. That's where everyone's trying to get to. I mean, work wise and and shit like that, you know? Um, So that's, you got Manhattan, you have Brooklyn and Queens, which are out East from there. You know, uh, Brooklyn is is out east, but it's kind of southeast. Right. And then Queens is just north of that. Everybody's and heard the, of those. Astoria, Astoria, not so much. Well, Astoria is in Queens. Okay. It's a neighborhood in Queens. Oh, okay. It's it's a really good neighborhood in Queens. It's really really close to Manhattan. Um, it's actually it's it's way too pricey for um 
low-level comedian and podcasters like myself to be able to afford. I just looked Luckily, it up on a map. You are literally across the bridge from Manhattan. You, like, Astoria oh, yeah. is, like, you could throw a rock, and if you were really good, you could hit the Upper East Side, and, you you know, if you could walk across water, like oh, yeah. Jesus, you could walk across the river onto Manhattan and straight into Central Park. Like, that is where you are located. Dude, I am one fancy pinky-in-the-air son of a bitch right now. That's right. I, I, I live Where in did you move now. from? So if just... uh, Washington Heights, which is the tippy-top of Manhattan. Okay. And um, was that... It... Yeah, I see where that is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically by the George Washington Bridge um, that, that, that goes from Jersey to... It's over by um, Yankee Stadium. Now, yeah, does yeah. this change anything as far as you know? You're off the island of Manhattan. Does this change anything comedy wise? You just got to hop on a subway. Is all the comedy like on Manhattan, or is there, are there comedy places in Astoria and the Middle Village? Well, there are comedy places in Astoria and Brooklyn. The only thing is, is that the stuff that's in Queens and Brooklyn is way spread out. The stuff that's in Manhattan is pretty goddamn close to each other. Okay. Uh, I mean, if, if for the most part. And there's so many subway lines. Like, if, if you really want to get a good idea of how the city works commute-wise, don't even look at, like, the just New York City geographically. Look up the subway lines and and look at how it, it tends to they, – they all sort of go out from the center of Manhattan, sort of like – I, I don't know, arteries and veins from your heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the heart of where everything is, and that's the heart of where all the people are and where they go and what they do. And, and, and so, you know, a, a lot of the comedy clubs, you know, music clubs, all that kind of thing are going to be sort of around there, you know? Where the subway lines are, that's where the people are. Right. And the further out you get from the center of that where they all are, the more spread out, I mean, there's plenty of people living there, but as far as like businesses that people go to, you, you know, like entertainment venues, big restaurants, that kind of thing, not just like neighborhoods. They just want to get off a subway line, walk on, walk into the, the business. They don't want to go wandering, trudging through the right. city blocks and blocks and blocks. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I, I mean, it's just really all about the subway lines here, man. And um, so I... Yeah, I, I I'm out here now, man, and it's uh it's it's going good. I've actually started kind of cooking again, man. Never really been in big into cooking, but I uh, I got on YouTube and that was an up inherent contradiction. I've started cooking again, and I've never been into cooking before. So that that that's literally an inherent contradiction to say you're again into something you were never into before. Yeah, it does feel like it like that a little bit, man. It, it does feel like. I'm I'm doing something that I never really did before because I, I the cooking that I did was sort of spread out and it was, it was one of those things to where it was like I I like to do it but I never really did it that much you know what I mean like the few times throughout my life to where I I made myself sit down and cook some shit I enjoyed it but I I never really got that into it over a long period of time. But I got on YouTube and just kind of typed, typed in how to cook steaks on the pan, right? Like, you know, <laughs> pan steak, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, uh -huh. don't, you don't have a barbecue grill. You're doing it indoors on the stove. 
yes, yes. It's it's cold as fuck right now. I don't really want to go outside. So I, I watched a two and a half minute video by Gordon Ramsay. And it, like it's it's insanely easy to cook steaks in a fucking pan and they still taste pretty goddamn good. And so I've I've been I, I've been just on that. And, I, you know, I've always, you know, kind of done salmon pretty well. But I'm, I'm really all about the steaks right now. So I've, I've been doing that and uh, just sort of feeding my girlfriend who, you know, as, as, as much as she's worked in the service industry, she's more been like a like a server. It hasn't really been in the cooking herself either. And so what I'm doing now is I'm basically just cooking a lot of good steaks to fatten her up so that Nobody no else other wants guy her. wants yep. her so that yep. she won't cheat on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like uh, I love her enough that I don't give a shit what she looks like. So I'm going to like plumping her up to where like I I don't have to worry about nothing competition wise. You know. Now, do you do that because you are um, I'll just say it you because she could look at anyone else and go, wow, I could have this guy or Jake and then just leave you because you're Jake. So you've got to get her in a position where you are the most viable option she has is that what you're saying well, yeah yeah i mean you know if if given options women will be like do i go with choice a or do i go with choice dude that looks like Stu buscemi but he's starting to bald really bad in the front you know what i'm saying <laughs> they usually go with choice a so i'm trying to you know i'm trying to plumping her up enough to where eh, choice a it's a figment of her imagination. You know what I mean? Just, just uh, you're trying to that happened in the past. You're bringing her down to your level, is what you're saying. Yes, there that's you right. Go. See, I haven't done that with my wife. She's still like, she could still run off and be with anyone and be the hot catch, even with two kids. Like she is uh, beautiful enough to where you know there are going to be some guys that are going to be like, ooh, she's you know got two kids. But she's beautiful enough to where they'll, they'll they'll see past that and go fuck it. She's she's a catch. Whereas me, you know, I'll just be fucking decrepit old balls. And if she leaves me, I'll be like, hey, I'll be the one that's looking for the woman with two kids. You know, and I'll have see. To that's for where like, you're going wrong, man. You're doing it all wrong. It's gonna bite you in the ass down the road. How many porterhouse steaks have you cooked your wife lately? <laughs> I've cooked my girlfriend too within the past 24 hours. So <laughs> I'm I'm doing this right, man. I no, it's I I got this one for life. It's it's not about being perfect. It's about taking out her options. <laughs> See, these are dating tips, listeners. This is what oh, you yeah. do when you snag someone above you. You drag them down to your level. I am learning Absolutely. from Jake. I am learning from Jake. Well, the sad yeah. the sad thing is pull them to the grimy deeps. That's right. Sad thing is, my wife, we eat meals together, but we don't really eat the same food much because I am uh, old and fat, and I bought myself a Fitbit two weeks ago. Have you ever heard of these little uh, pieces of crap? Fitbit? Yeah. No. Okay, it's, uh, I, don't, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like uh, the electronic version of CrossFit or... The electronic version, the, the the lifestyle of being a vegan, because everybody wants to talk about it, and I kind of don't want to talk about it because I don't want to be that guy. But in a nutshell, it's a Wait, little... Wait, I thought I thought you were doing vegetarian. I, I know you're doing vegan. Can't no, 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 I'm not. I'm saying 
I'm, I am vegetarian. I'm not vegan. I'm saying the Fitbit is like vegan always. People, like I just brought up, I bought a Fitbit. It's like the vegans like, well, I'm vegan. Or the CrossFitter that's like, well, I do cross. You know, you, people bring it up. And like an asshole, I brought it up. Because that's when you get a Fitbit, that's what you do. You fucking talk about it. And now I'm talking about it. And I hate myself for it, but I'm doing it anyway. That That's the comparison I was making. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's basically a little strap of electronics you wear on your wrist and it keeps track of your heart rate and your everything all day. So it tells you how many calories you're burning uh, because as I said, I'm old and fat. Uh, I'm not like in my twenties anymore where I was just, you know, lean, mean, could eat an entire pizza and it didn't make a dent in my belly. Yeah. So my wife is still young and beautiful and she just eats whatever the fuck she wants. So when I say the whole point of this is you asked if I cooked her porterhouses, we eat meals at the same time, but I will eat like an energy bar and she will eat fucking a huge plate of lasagna and it doesn't affect her yet, but nice, nice. I'm waiting for it to catch up to her because I, I keep track of my caloric intake is where this was going because of my stupid old man metabolism. Well, let me just say that the porterhouse and red wine meal will do good. I mean, not just for adding the calories, but making sure that she doesn't take them away. I I don't know <laughs> how long you've been vegetarian, but let, let me just kind of 1991. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, I've been rocking this for, holy shit, 91, 2000, 25, 26 years, 20, something Dude, that's 25. long enough. You could totally be cashing in on writing pretentious books about this <laughs> shit by now. Are you sure you want to keep this stand-up thing going? I mean, you could be like a douchey author. I I'm could, but I'm not, I, I, but then vegans would rip on me because I still will eat cheese and oh, yeah. eggs and wear, and wear that's leather. Right. I'm not like the total pussy i'm i'm it's it's like the sunni and shia of non-meat yeah we talked about it's something that we don't even know about until we quit eating meat (laughs) and then it's just like am i getting suicide bombed over this shit what the fuck man i thought it was the same side it's like the uh old 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 first season i think saturday night live sketch with garrett morris and there was a light-skinned black senator on and the joke was literally that light-skinned blacks are more intelligent than dark-skinned blacks. And that's something Saturday Night Live would not do today. They would not even try and touch anything racial. And that's what made Saturday Night Live so groundbreaking back in the day when they would take risks and be actually... Eh, sort of, but I feel like everybody did racial shit back then, man. Like, look at, uh, what's that? Archie and... Uh, oh, yeah, all in the family. Fucking... But that was the whole yeah, point. Is yeah, they man. challenged it. It wasn't. Now it's not acceptable to talk about it. Back then, they were challenging it. They were pointing out stereotypes and bigotry and mocking the stereotypes and the bigots. And today, you can't mock the bigots because you're having a conversation. It's all supposed to be swallowed up. You you texted earlier about triumph the insult comic dog at a Donald Trump rally. Oh yeah, dude. Did, we gotta tell the insult. Or, sorry, we gotta tell the, the, the listeners about that shit. Well, holy fuck. Did you happen to see? You need to Google this. Triumph the insult comic dog goes to uh, New Hampshire and goes to a school that just. Um, it's that's the most politically correct place on earth. Yeah, this is well, dude. That's part of his uh, like hour and a half. Oh, so you watched the whole thing? I've only Hulu, wa- okay, I've only watched dude, a couple of the clips great. online. It's yeah. All great. Honestly, the school thing is good. Not even one of the five best things on there. Okay, I saw the Muscatine rally, the Trump rally. But my whole point is, they though those kids won't even have a conversation about race 
or gender or anything. I mean, they don't even say freshman anymore because they have to say first class because freshman is male dominated. That's microaggression because you're putting man in. What about female students? It's, and so you can't even begin to have a conversation about race unless you are like so delicately resting a feather on an eggshell to make sure nobody has to think or have an opinion or gets a hurt feeling. That's why it goes back to, you say everybody was talking about race in the 70s. I'm not talking about how, yeah, it's okay in the 70s to make a racial joke, haha, because, you know, the racial divide was bad. I'm talking about pro comedy that really talked about race problems back then. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what Triumph did at this, is when he brought the, the, the gay black man in at the end and asked the students to describe him, and they <laughs> she couldn't. Had a police sketch artist. Yeah, and they yeah, couldn't. Yeah. And the one guy said obese, and like everybody freaked out, and one guy said African-American, and the girl's like, person of color, and person of size. He said obese, and she said, well, he's a person of size. You can't even say obese. And... I mean, it was, well, it was it's, great. Here's because the thing. It's not that any you. of the people on that show were necessarily offended or opposed to saying any of the things that they said or any of the things that he was trying to get him to say. It's that they were worried about getting in trouble. They were worried about I disagree. I disagree. You saw their faces and they didn't know what to do. Especially that first group. Yeah, but that's because there's a camera in their face, man. There's a camera in a weird little puppet, man. Like, they don't, you know, they're, they're worried about, oh, how's this going to look to the rest of the school and the rest of the social media? And am I going to get hashtagged this? I don't know, man, because and if they were worried about social image. social justice did that, like, I, I mean, I, I think they were just kind of worried about it. If they were worried about image, some of like the the fat guy with the beard and the beanie, like he would have dressed differently and shaved or done, he would have done a lot different other than looking like a fat hipster. So he wasn't too worried about image. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's funny, listeners. You should watch. I've only watched clips. So I saw Trump in Iowa and and an Iowa comic, Erish. I can't. I shouldn't say his name because I'll screw it up. Uh, but a, a Sikh. Uh, and Jake's gone. And we're back. I, I literally just said, and uh, Jake's gone. I will edit this out. I'll do my favorite thing. Yeah, we, we, we got cut off, man. I, I got to the fat guy in the beanie. And that was literally where it ended. And then I heard the thing go, boom, 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 you know, the, the, the hang-up line. What I'm going to do with this is what I do every time. And I'm not editing this part out. But we, we have a couple listeners. One of them reached out to me and said he loves it when you get disconnected. And I put hold music on the podcast and i get amused by it too so like literally i go there goes jake and that's then suddenly awesome. music just starts playing until we come back that's good shit dude. It just, I, I like it's that. stupid but it makes me laugh like yeah. i'm doing it like i'm a comic and i don't laugh at my own jokes i'm not standing on stage going i'm telling this joke and i'm so funny but when i put stupid music into our podcast because we lost a connection I giggle and I don't know why. It is so stupid. Dude, but... I am I'm am so on board with it. I I I can't get behind the stupid music more. Anyway, but the 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 Trump spe- it, it, 
so you watched the whole thing. I only watched online. I watched Trump in uh, Muscatine, Iowa, and the students at the New Hampshire College. What other things, where, what other topics does he tackle? And, and oh, crap, the battery's flashing, so talk fast. Dude, it's great. Listeners, get on Hulu. Look up Triumph, the insult comic dog election 2016 coverage. It's fucking great. He goes to all the different campaigns of all the different Republican candidates. And well, you said it was five segments. There were fucking 19 Republicans in at that point. Dude, yeah. I'm saying there was five ones that were better than that. Oh, right, right, right. You said it was an hour-long yeah. special. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying this was great, dude. And it wasn't just Triumph. He gets other people to do, like, just... Is this get, paid get Hulu or is this just online? Like, some Hulu is paid and some is subscription. Oh, dude, and- I, it, might, it might be paid. I think I'm on my girlfriend's account, man. This would genuinely be worth paying to get Hulu. This is some really good shit, man. All right. Well, um, what else can we talk about? We talked about you moving. We've talked about this. Oh, I never told the listeners. I told you... Um, we recorded two episodes several weeks back because um, I was supposed to go to California and we wanted to have a show in the bag for when I was gone. And uh, I never went to California. The day before my flight, my son, at 18 months old, a year and a half, came down with a hundred and it got up to 106 degree fever and had, I think, bacterial pneumonia. They never really determined. And Jeez. we spent all that time in the goddamn hospital. So. That sucks, man. It was not fun, man. Having just for the listeners, is he all right now, man? Yeah, he's all good. He bound, like he got released on Saturday right, good, good, good. when, um, like they put him on antibiotics and he perked right up, and he had been strapped. You see these pictures of him, your your infant son with tubes in a in his nose and a feeding tube down his throat, and every time he would move, he would cry because he has all this shit taped to his face, and uh, he. Can they can they dope up like infants like I, I mean if it's that bad to where they got to put tubes and shit in them I, I mean can they can they give them painkillers they when they're that young Tylenol and Motrin that's it just just Tylenol and ibuprofen um, oh that's not shit dude that that barely even covers my hangovers I don't even have tubes in my throat yeah but either way so the whole point is they put him on antibiotics and he immediately perked up and started we we walking around we had to take an IV. Uh, one of those standees, you know, like when you see an old guy walking through an hospice holding one hand, holding his IV bag and the other walk, that was us with our son. And the instant the doctor saw that said, well, shit, he doesn't need to be here anymore. And he made a full recovery. But I got to tell you this, uh, everyone bitches about, uh, Obamacare, but holy shit, get medical insurance because it's going to save our fucking life, dude. Uh, listeners, if you don't have medical insurance and you go into the hospital for anything, we were in there. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days in the hospital. I have no idea what that's going to cost, but my wife's insurance maxes out our payment at $1,700. So we will pay $1,700 and it's going to be like a $30,000 bill because he rode in an ambulance from urgent care, went to the emergency room. I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars for this shit. Jake, do you have insurance or do you just go through the VA? I just go to the VA, man. I'm basically the picture of perfect health. 
And so I, I don't really need to worry about anything medically. You know what I mean? I just keep being me, and I don't have to worry about shit. And that's what everybody if, thinks until they're carrying a crate of fucking liquor up some stairs and bash their ankle and have to drink the pain away because they, they're working a shift. That was you several weeks ago, my friend. Oh, yeah, friends. that absolutely happened. Yeah, 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 that, that absolutely happened. Um, sorry, I... I I drank a lot, Dan, and I've been drinking a lot since, and I forgot all about that. I still got a wicked bump on my knee from that. Exactly. Hurts now, when if I touch it, but the rest of my leg's good. If you have broken your leg and gone into the hospital, if, if that happens to anybody, it's like, and, and I am guilty of this. We are all indestructible until something happens by accident, and then we're fucking mortal. Right, right. And it, I get how it bankrupts people, because... I can't wait to see the bill. When I see the bill, I'll tell the listeners what it is. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be north of $30,000, and we will be capped at under 2000 Well, yeah, man. That's 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 why I'm, I'm all about trying to get universal health care, man. I mean, we're, we're the, one of the only uh, developed countries that really doesn't have it, you know? Yeah. And it's 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 just with with how much money there is in this country, there's, there's no – it's like, well, you know – there's no reason. Well, what for about it. what about you know waging wars in fucking whatever is standing? It's just like, well, how about we don't do that? How about we worry about fucking shit back here first? Did you see? Like, uh, did you see Bill O'Reilly? Do you see Bill O'Reilly on the Stephen Colbert show? Um, I've I've seen him on there before. I didn't. I didn't. I, I don't know if I've seen him. He was on. He was on a couple of weeks ago, and he said the stupidest thing ever that no one has called him on yet. Um. I think Colbert said the same thing you did. They were, he, or they were talking about Bernie Sanders and universal health care and how it's in every other developed nation. And he, O'Reilly's response was, well, I mean, come on. Luxembourg has like four people. Canada has like seven people. You can't do it here. We have 350 million people. And no one said, dipshit, if Luxembourg has seven people, that means they have seven people paying into the system and seven people receiving, and or give or take, say one of them is an immigrant, yeah. an illegal that doesn't pay. But just because we have more people, that means we will have more people paying in. Bigger doesn't mean it can't happen. That would be like saying, well, you can't create a chain of McDonald's. You could have like two McDonald's franchises, but how could you ever have a thousand? Because that doesn't make sense. But it was just the stupidest thing ever to say that because we're a bigger nation... We can't have it. Well, fuck, we'd have more people paying into the system. So, yes, we can fucking have it. Well, well yeah, man. Uh, I mean, what ends up happening is you get so many people so high at the top there who will find loopholes around paying taxes or they, they will have so much that's not getting taxed, but it's, 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 it's just kind of offshores, that kind of thing, Swiss bank accounts that kind of shit to where it's just not getting touched. And it, it's, it, it's sad, man. So much of the money in, in our country goes to, I don't know, just fucking ultra rich guys. Yeah. It just gets hit. That kind of thing. Well, Switzerland is paying, I don't know the number, but a multi multi million dollar fine for having hidden Americans assets, which is nice, but you still have the Cayman islands and you still have tax shelters like Ireland for right. corporations, which is bullshit. You know, they, they literally, and this has been done in an expose thousands of times over, maybe that's an exaggeration, hundreds of times over, where exposés, news services have shown, like this company, company that builds widgets, buys a mailbox, a post office box in Ireland, and then calls Ireland their corporate headquarters. They have 
an entire building in Chicago with all their employees, but they list Ireland as their corporate headquarters so they don't have to pay taxes. And it's it's fucking insane. And every election cycle, and it's happening now, we hear, well, we've got to close the loopholes, and then no one ever even fucking tries. Well, no, man, that's, that's sort of the... Uh, the I, I, I guess flaw in in our system that I, I'm not saying makes it a, a a horrible system. It's 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 definitely better than a lot of them. But the 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 people that have all that money can really really influence our politicians. And I, I like that at least this time around, you know, presidential election wise, it's getting addressed on both the right and the left in in its own ways. The left has a guy saying, hey, this is bad that money affects our politics like this. We should we should change that. And I don't like that. And then the right has a guy saying, I personally have affected our politics like this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a shady douchebag that uh, has raped our system from the inside. Vote for me because I'm an outsider. You didn't. It's, it's fucking weird. You didn't happen to listen to On Point today, did you? On Point? Yeah. No, it's. I've never heard On Point. Oh, What's it's, that? it's a. It's out. Of, it's out of Boston. It's on NPR. It's it's a daily hour broadcast that covers one topic generally, except for Friday where they do a week roundup. But today they covered uh, Donald Trump as a businessman because that's who you were alluding to on the right. And Jesus fuck, he's a bigger dipshit than we even give him credit for. Like. Literally, in a nutshell, because the battery's been flashing and it's going to go dead any second, and we're at 29 minutes. Donald Trump literally took his daddy's money, lost everything, went bankrupt. For, anytime he did something, he went bankrupt. He, he tried four business ventures, failed all four times, and only then did he start leasing his name. So instead of like him putting money in, it would be like, oh, you guys want to open a Trump hotel? Sure, you can buy the rights to my, rights to my name for a million dollars. We'll put Trump on it. I won't invest anything, and I'll just collect residuals. That's how he makes his money these days, is just by being a figurehead. Yeah. And it's sad to think that he is, it's just, it's amazing. Again, as we sign off, listeners, go watch the, the, the Triumph, the Insult Comic Dog, talk to Trump voters. They're the, Beyond stupidest people on the face of the watch, earth. Watch the whole thing. I watched that fucking thing with a vicious hangover. I clicked on it thinking it was going to be like a one segment thing. Yeah. You remember when he was on Cohen? Yeah, it was just a quick like, two, five minutes. Segment. I thought it was going to be like that, but I watched it. Like I'm sitting there by myself with a hangover, so I'm miserable and, 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 and wanting to die like I usually am with hangovers. And you know how when you're by yourself, you don't laugh as hard? Yeah. And you know how when you're hungover, you're just kind of sad, so you don't laugh as hungover. I'm sitting there watching it by myself with a vicious hangover, just laughing so hard that I had tears coming to my eyes. And then when it got done, I was like, how fucking long was that? It was an hour and a half. Wow. Dude, I did he that does with the New so Hampshire much segment. great shit. I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. Our, with what? The New Hampshire segment with the students. I, that's, I, I had to pause it. I was Dude, laughing so hard. The students thing was great. If you like that would do, watch the full will, triumph thing. I'm do. telling you, it's even fucking better, man. That that part was good. Not even in the top five segments on that thing, in in, in my opinion. Now, the last thing I'll say is uh, quickly about Trump is uh, the Daily Show sent a correspondent to a Trump rally, 
And you can find this with any, you can go to any rally and find the dumbest motherfuckers there and put them on TV. I get that. But I think the dumbest motherfuckers at a Trump rally are dumber than the dumbest motherfuckers at a lot of other rallies because he was getting them to say like, hey, who's going to pay for oh, the yeah. wall? And they're like, oh, China's going to pay for the wall. And he's like, maybe Mexico? And oh yeah, Mexico, China, one of those fucking countries. And another guy was like, well, he's going to bomb ISIS. And they're like, well, where should he bomb ISIS? Like, oh, I don't know, Israel. I mean, that's how stupid these people are. All right, listeners, uh, I can't believe the battery lasted this long, but Jake, you and I fucking bullshitted for 31 minutes without any topic going in. I hope listeners made it as far as we did. Love you guys, man.